What up, everyone? Feels like I've been gone forever, right? But really, all I did was we took one episode off, and that's it. And fools go crazy. You act like I don't have a whole decent catalog of shit you guys could bitch to. But let me apologize during the most crucial fucking time. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, um, part of the, the day after Christmas. We had a server issue with Megaphone. Um, fucking sucked. And it was an Apple system thing. Uh, so the pod was down for a little bit. We're still charting. Still doing our thing. But uh, yeah, that, that fucked us up. I hope you guys liked episode 40. Um, I thought I'd bring back that uh, business of hype. It was a dope-ass episode, you know, free game. But anyways, listen, this is episode 41 of the greatest podcast out right now. Behind the Baller. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. This is a Dust Brothers production. We are coming in hot, live from the Emerald City. For those of you who don't know what that is, it is the 206, the home of the Seahawks. So let me mention, if you guys haven't noticed already, that my voice is gone. I have the fucking flu, all right? My daughter was sick as fuck when I left this morning, and my wife is a champion for holding down the house with the kids and everything. Um, Ryder was sick last week, but we got over it. We were in the Bay for a whole week for Xmas, Christmas. Um, and it, it felt like a little too long this time, I think because all the kids are there and shit, but it felt like a little too long of a trip. Um, San Francisco felt a little too short. East Bay felt a little too long. Um, so I ended up getting sick. You know, um, I've been sick for a few days. I jumped on a 7 a.m. flight from LAX just to SeaTac because Burbank was sold out. And yep, fucking sucked. They shut down the regular entrance, which makes no fucking sense, at LAX. And all it does is create and cause more traffic. Why? Because they're fucking miserable cocksuckers. So yeah, 5.30 a.m. this morning, there was stupid-ass traffic. Almost missed my fucking flight. And as I mentioned before, my mom used to beat my ass for not being on time. My dad, too. So I'm always on time. I have excellent time management. And if I'm not on time, then I'm early. I'm not on that lame, cool guy shit. Um, Show up late or whatever, like... If I show up late, I just don't give a fuck. I won't even show up at all, period. All right. Well, let's get into the fucking game. Um, you already know. We stunk it up bad. We stunk it the fuck up so bad the first entire half. I questioned why the fuck we even... I, mean, I just wondered if, if there was like a, a payoff or some shit that was going off. I, I couldn't understand. I have no words. Our fucking offensive coordinator, Mr. Schottenheimer, you just... I don't, bro, I don't know what's going on with you. Um, maybe you got some shit to take us to the Super Bowl. But then at that point, <laughs> I just got to be honest, man. This ain't some David and Goliath. This is David versus the fucking North Korean army. It's just not going to happen with, with the Ravens. It's just too crazy. Um, those, oh, you got to have fit. Shut the fuck up. Um, whoever on the NFC makes it, whether it be the Packers, uh, the Saints, the Niners, they're going to get fucking eaten up by the Ravens. Anyways, um, our defensive coordinator sucks, Ken Doran Jr. And you're supposed to be actually the key asset when we play against the Niners. So anyways, of course the second half of the game is crazy. We're the best second half team in the NFL. But we waited too long. 
we waited too long. We, we, we gave up too much. But, but check this out. We come back heavy in the fourth quarter. The momentum is ours. The energy's crazy. The stadium is explosive like nothing I've ever heard in eight years of going to games. And then we get to fucking first and goal with 30 seconds left on the clock. We spike the ball to stop the clock because we ran out of timeouts. And so now it's second and goal. We're in the fucking driver's chair, okay? Not only we're in the driver's chair and I'm the one driving. You want me in the driving seat when we're in a fucking car. All we need to do is give Beast Mode the ball, run fucking one yard, and it's game over. We become the third seed. We knock SF to the fifth seed, and we own them ho-ass Niners. We win the NFC West, but no. Oh, my God. I can't even fucking breathe right now. I'm dying. We get a fucking delay of game. Which pushes us back second and six, which I mean second and goal, but we're six yards now. So it changes the whole fucking, just the whole perspective of what we're going to do. And it just changes the whole game. We try three fucking times. On the last try, we almost get in. Almost. Not to mention there was a fucking insane, obvious pass interference right before that. But nope. Fuck it. Fuck us. Heartbreaker game, you know, I posted some shit, it is what it is, I mean, congrats to the fucking, to the Niner fans, you guys are fucking clowns to me regardless, but I was thinking of going to Philadelphia next weekend, listen, Philadelphia, the motherfuckers are real savages, but I'm just so fucking exhausted, I'm literally dying right now as we speak, so uh, let's talk about last week and what we missed out on for the Bay. Um, loaded up the kids, drove up to the bay, um, stayed in a little city called Pleasanton, California. Um, we also stayed like in Danville. It's kind of like Santa Rosa, Dublin, that whole shit. You know what I'm saying? If you know the bay, you already know. Small town vibes. Um, Far East Bay, really. My kids, cousins, all my kids, cousins, first cousins, they all live in the bay. So they were fucking ecstatic to play with them. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, I got caught up with some very old homies. I got to catch up with some real old homies from Berkeley and from Albany and shit. And um, I hit 4th Street, which is like the new shit in Berkeley. It's probably been a shit for like a couple years. I don't know how long it's been. But last time I was on 4th Street, that was the area you get like some weed and shit. And you get licked. You fuck around. You don't go over there. And that shit's not even gentrified now. It's fucking lit. It's just like super fancy. They got a Kiehl's Boutique. They got cafes. They got Lululemon. All kinds of other fly stores and boutiques. They have a fucking actual Apple store on 4th Street in Berkeley. Like, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. But, uh, you know, drove down Solano Ave, passed through Albany, posted a nostalgic Instagram post, and um, hit up Gordo's on Solano Ave. You know how we do. Of course, after all that, I um, stopped by the Burger King in El Cerrito right there on San Pablo Ave and uh, in Central Avenue where I got my first job and people were like, yo, you should have bought that bitch. And that had been a flex, but you know what? Like, real talk, it really wouldn't have. Like, that's not me at all. Um, I was on the verge. This is a true story. I was on the fucking verge of buying a LaFerrari for Christmas. Thought about it. I said, listen, man, 
They want a 3.1. I said, now you're tripping. I'll give you 2.6. So I'll give you 2.5. Finally, we get to an agreement. I said, I'll fucking finance it because there's equity in the car. Can always get rid of it. Let me push it for a year, whatever. Let me just, it's a super flex, crazy, insane, hood move, hood rich gesture. And at the last minute, I was like, yo, I got to prove that's good enough. Like, I'm straight. Like, I don't know. I just, that's just where I'm at. Anyways, after Burger King, I pushed down to San Pablo I have all the way through till I hit downtown Oakland. Go say what's up to my guy, Mr. Fab, who happens to be Marshawn Lynch's cousin. And um, obviously, you know, Beast Mode is back. That shit was crazy. I actually did an interview on the field today with uh, Beast Mode Productions. The touchdown he scored in tonight's game was unreal. The stadium was the loudest I've ever heard since the Super Bowl championship days. Like, he jumped in that bitch like it was nothing, right? And it's like, it's crazy. I got word that Marshawn is potentially interested in getting on the podcast too. Super excited to get him on the show. Um, I got to talk about a lot of OG shit with Mr. Fab. Plus, I know I'm going to get a lot of OG. We're going to have a great talk. I get, I, get, I get Marshawn on the show um, behind the baller. We're going to get into it. But uh, a lot of these kids, they don't know the history of their town where the slang words came from. But uh, Mr. Fab, I got to give him love, man. He he definitely does a great job in teaching the youth, especially in Oakland and East Bay. He had a, a toy giveaway, but uh, Ryder was sick, had a crazy fever. I was supposed to jump in, but uh, it was just a, it was a dope thing. We had this OG talk. We talked a lot about Marshawn too. But, you know, it got me thinking. Um, something just got me, like, bugged out, you know. You will never, ever, see me throw a rock and they go hide my hand. Like, I'll never throw a rock and go hide my hands, ever. That's just some super ho shit. It's not me, never has been me, ever. And I said this on Twitter, more people, for real, more people need to be slapped in real life. It's therapeutic. It'd be good for you. Like, a lot of people have never fought and most people think that's okay. And it would be if there wasn't so many people who hide behind a username or behind a phone. Those are the ones that need to get slapped. Because it's just, you, you got to like, you got to deal with repercussions of, of talking shit. It's just corny as fuck. It's even worse when you do it and you have security. Like, it's just, come on, man. Hiding is for sissies, right? The other day, some dude was calling out, uh, he like, Pull out a tweet. I don't even know what the, who the fuck the dude was, but he came on my timeline. He tweeted about Tom from MySpace being like a legend. And he just stays unproblematic, never try to get involved in political shit and everything else. I'm like, yeah, great, man. But, you know, you fail to realize I actually know who Tom is. And I remember seeing him out at Asian clubs and shit. Like, dude is a fucking goofy-ass cornball straight sucker. Like, he stalks Asian girls. He's like an Asian girl predator. You know what I'm saying? This is like straight up, I know he dated a chick that I know and like he would make this girl pay for her groceries. Like this dude is just such a fucking loser. Like for real. And the funny thing is I see idiots with the comments like, oh, oh, another Ben Baller story. Yeah, and? You think I got this far by lying to anyone ever? Like exaggerating? Yeah, you know, a little bit. I, I do. Lying? Nah. That ain't me. For decades, I've had stories circulate the internet before fools could even fact check. 
So a lot of fools that hated, they just assumed, they assumed it was ducktails, right? That's just some hater shit. Like, why would they want to believe me? You know, some Asian dude, they don't even fucking know. But now, with so much fucking shit that research and things that, you know, people are around, they all got access to, you know, to Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Now those stories have come back and been verified and the legit and those people are quiet or rather rather just kind of like talk shit. Oh yeah, whatever, blah, blah. And keep that, that stupid ass word, that fucking narrative. Like, oh yeah, Ben, you fucking lying. This motherfucker tells so many stories and name drops. and da-da-da. Shut the fuck up, dude. It's just shit's so stupid. It's like, these are actually people I deal with on a regular basis. Kind of sad that they are famous in a way. But I don't sit there and go talk to somebody after they became famous, like, unless they hit me up and want to, you know, make a chain or something. Other than that, if I'm talking about somebody, it's because I fuck with them before they blew up. But again, they get quiet. And again, they rather just throw rocks, hide their hands, you know, bitch shit, whole punk, coward, sissy, cunt shit. I don't lie. All right. My cousin Steve said it best. My life is just fucking insane. For instance, if I'm telling a story, if I said I smoke weed with four aliens and then we stole a spaceship, in reality, I smoked with two aliens and we probably were in a rocket. Do you get what I'm saying? It's ridiculous to even had smoke with one alien for real. But that's just my life. And I add a little extra just to be an asshole. It's like saying someone had an eight foot long dick. That motherfucker had an eight foot dick. But in actuality, he had a four foot dick. Okay, first of all, nobody has a four foot dick. You know how fucking insane that is? So it's just me being a little extra. But there's no lying going on. You know what I'm saying? Just talking shit. Anyways, I told you something about driving about, you know, I said this uh, on Twitter and I said it in my little Instagram post. But driving through parts of the bay really does hit me different because I spend so much time in San Francisco and someone's like, hey man, every time I see you in San Francisco, you say you have an apartment there, but then uh, you're always in a hotel. Why don't you do a little thinking? Have you heard of uh, residence, in-house residence in a hotel? Oh no. Why would you think of that? It's like this dude. I didn't know until you know I started researching, but he always told me he flew private. I'm like, if you're flying private, why are you flying Delta? And I found that Delta offers private jet service. But anyways, driving through the East Bay, it just hits me different because I've seen so much shit and it just, where I'm out of my life, um, doing it this time around, especially in the washed up minivan, pushing through Piedmont, which is like, Piedmont is the Beverly Hills of Oakland. Um, it's where Tom Hanks grew up. A few other people from Piedmont, I forgot where the fuck they're from. I mean, who it is. But uh, yeah, you know, um, Fenton's Ice Cream Parlor, still lit. They still got it. I took my son Ryder there for a Sunday and some french fries and a, uh, chicken fingers and a burger and everything. It was awesome. He loved it. Also, you know what? I'm walking through Stone Ridge Mall in Pleasanton. All right. And I decide out of the goodness of my heart to go on my Instagram stories and say, hey, listen, send me your cash app. And I give 10 people $100 each via cash app. I delete the post after a few minutes and I get literally 3,000 DMs in three minutes. 
I searched through the first 10, but really I checked the ones with public pages instead and I tried to find people who had kids or who were in college or something like that. So to tell you the truth, I actually sent 12 people $100 each and one person later, the crazy part would do was Asian man. One person later hits me. He actually DMs me and he says, you brag about money all the time and how much money you have. Hold on. Let me stop you right there, dick fuck. All right. Let me just stop you. No, I don't. All right. No, I don't. I do not brag about how much money I have ever. Even if you take it that way, you interpret it that from a post of a car or whatever, trust me, that is not me bragging in a traditional sense of the definition. If I bragged about how much actual money I had, I'd hate myself and you guys would, it just, that's not my style. Anyways, if $100 ain't shit, then why didn't you decline it and send it back? You ungrateful fucking duck soup eating motherfucker. Jesus Christ. That shit happened when, this, when, I, when I gave a family money to go see the movies. I should have just did the gift card. I know my friend Christine was like, you should have just did a gift card. Anyways, the guy ended up buying shoes. And um, someone screenshotted and showed me his Facebook page. But it's like, that's why like, I can't do this shit. You know, like, but I'm just, just trying to be cool. You know, fuck it. Like, hey, I just felt like doing it. And it's just weird. But anyways, the week went well. My kids are currently back in L.A., in Disneyland with their cousins. And let me tell you, let me tell you about this fucking drive. All right. I think I mentioned it before. It's been seven years since I've driven to the Bay and back. All right. I've never done it with the kids before. All right. Um, I forget that during this time of the year, the grapevine closes when bad weather hits. And uh, getting up there, I said it barely took us five hours to get to the Bay with a few stops. We took three stops. Had an anxiety attack, you know. Um, it was good. We did it. But going home, going home, the grapevine was closed. It was like playing. It was open. It was closed, open and closed. I didn't want to fuck with it. I was like, man, listen, I'm not going to sit here and try to wait outside and deal with this bullshit. But it was closed due to the snow. And I remember seeing Jerry Lorenzo, my boy. Jerry was driving that's not a name drop. Just because you guys know him from Fear of God. I know Jerry. When Jerry moved out here from fucking Chicago, working for the Major League Baseball, wearing three-piece suits and shit, that is not a fucking name. That's a friend of mine. I fucking know him forever. Jerry Lorenzo was driving through the fucking grapevine when it was closed. Snow going like crazy, which is weird. And you know how much I hate being stuck in traffic. You know it kills me inside, Okay. You already know six hours of driving is already enough to put me on my deathbed. It took us fucking 11 hours and 20 minutes to get home from San Francisco to L.A. We had to take the 101 all the way home. And it was a fucking shit show. We hit traffic in random ass areas. When you get to Santa Barbara County for like seven to 10 miles, whatever, it's two lanes all the way, whatever it is. There was a fucking four or five car accident pileup that shut down the roads. So just that stretch of fucking five, six miles took two hours to pass. It took even longer. We pulled to the side. As we pulled to the side, 
my daughter Kaya projectile vomits. Stand by me, the movie level vomiting. Pie hole open everywhere. Fucking chunks of, I don't even know what the fuck it was. It was disgusting. Pulled over, had to clean that shit. It was fucking freezing outside. We took some side streets. I thought I was going to fucking die. Yes, I reached into my 911 emergency little package and grabbed a tiny quarter bar of Xanax. Otherwise, I would have had to call 911. It was a fucking disaster. 11 and a half hours. When I got home, I was just defeated. I was so beat. My feet, my whole body hurt. That's when I started getting my flu symptoms. I was already sick, actually. And um, listen, I know I promised you guys my top cars um, ever, all the cars I've ever owned episode. That is coming this Thursday to top off the new year. I need to get my voice back. I'm My voice is fucked up. If you guys haven't noticed right now, I feel so bad. Maybe the, the, the Dust Brothers could, Miles could do something to my voice, but it's fucked up. Apologize. What else? Um, LeBron drama, the Lakers, I really don't give a fuck. I love my Lakers. I just can't think about them right now. I got to focus on the Seahawks. They did beat the super hot Dallas Mavericks tonight, so I'm not mad. But you know what, man? That Clippers game on Christmas Day, like, listen, man. Someone being humble, being humble don't mean shit to me. Michael Jordan wasn't humble. Magic Johnson, not humble. Steph Curry's humble, all right? He's cool, but I'm saying, like, that humble shit, that secretive, quiet, whatever, that don't mean shit to me, all right? Like, those are the motherfuckers that got the most shit wrong with them. But what I'm getting at is, fuck Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I've never been a big fan of his. Didn't give a fuck if he was coming to the Lakers, whatever. Um, I mean, I fuck with him more than I fuck with LeBron, but to me, he's corny. Just my opinion, all right? Don't care how private he is. He's talented, yes, but he's like a nerd, dude. He's like goofy to me. I got zero desire to ever meet dude. That shit don't impress me. It's like, oh, I'm just about basketball. Like, that's just, I remember reading an interview about Mike Bibby one time, and just the shit that he said was so fucking boring. I was like, bro, you really want people not to fuck with you, huh? Anyways, fuck, my voice is killing me. Um, got to give some thanks out. Got to thank a few heads. First and foremost, I got to thank DJ Fluker of the Seattle Seahawks, offensive lineman guard for my Seahawks, my beloved Seahawks, for blessing me with some tickets and field passes. If you saw my stories today, obviously I was on the field. And for my cousin, um, I had the other, my other family were in my seats. So I really appreciate him coming through with some extra tickets because of a mix-up scheduling um dj can't wait to get you on my show i feel like linemen need more love they need more shine thank you to your fiance kimberly shout out to dago yo kim you are super cool appreciate you um thank you to edward from corona um corona's in the ie super random at riff the only time i had free before i head out to seattle he caught me a bathing ape glass little drinking glass it was really weird like, super random, very nice gesture. I told him, hey, man, you sure? You don't got to do this. It's all good. He's like, no, nah, he insisted. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Bless you. Uh, thank you to the legend and fashion icon, Mark Jacobs, for coming to my store. He actually commissioned me to make his husband a sick custom uh, 
George Michael's inspired iced out earring. It's fucking super dope for Christmas. Um, listen, my voice hurts, but we are motherfucking back and full motherfucking phys act. But right about now, my man Lakey's gonna hit us with a beat and we will get into some questions. So, yo, man, um, you know, you guys been uh, leaving the five-star reviews. I appreciate it. We're at 2,000 reviews, uh, five-star. A lot of people ask to do this um, when you uh, check out other podcasts, and we have a very successful podcast. So, yeah, I'm going to go through some of these questions. Um, TLC says, uh, Nikki Diamonds, can you get Nikki on the show? Seems like it'd be a great show. I love Nikki. That's my boy. His name is Nick, actually. I don't know who the fuck... Anyone who calls him Nikki doesn't know don't just know him in real life. His name is Nick Diamond. I think he used Nikki because that was, I think, all he can get on Instagram. No idea. Nick might be. I don't know. Nick Nick could be a good episode with him if we talked about San Francisco OGSF shit or some just. Other than that, I don't know, man. It's tough. Ozni and WNW. Um, love the pod question. Do you speak fluent Korean and will your kids learn Korean or Filipino? I do not speak Korean fluently and my kids will eventually learn, uh, either or don't know when it's not, uh, I'm in a, there's no urgency for them to do that now. Uh, Frankie puts good stuff, Ben. Love hearing the podcast. Will you ever discuss the beef between platinum and RDB? I don't really know the beef between them. I just don't really fuck with RDB and Obviously, those guys don't either. It's a weird thing. You know, Armenians, um, a lot of similarities, but not the same. Um, you know, really not much to say. It's like McDonald's and McDowell's, man. Um, car for you kids. Uh, Starbucks, Joe, love the show. Thanks for hooking up with the VVS pen outside R2. Question, what cars would you consider for London and Riders first cars? Something cool, fast, like a WRX or BMW or low-key, like a Civic or C-Class? Um, That's a good question. I think London Rider. Depends on how they are when they're 16, you know. Um, Ideally, I'd love to get them an M3, but, you know, might be a little too fast. Don't want to get them in a Japanese car. Just my personal preference. I don't want them in a Japanese car. Don't care how reliable it is. Um, I want to get something cool. But a good car would be maybe a Rubicon, like a Jeep or something cool like that. Maybe a Yukon, Denali or something. Um, Dom the Gray. Who do you have going to the Super Bowl? Shit, bro. I know the Ravens are going for goddamn sure. Ravens are definitely going. On the NFC side? Fuck, man. I don't know, man. Might be the Saints. Don't think it's the Niners, that's for sure. I just don't think that. Um, what up, Ben? Huge fan of your podcast. Want to know what you thought of MedMen as an investment since they're listed as OTC. Also hoping you could shed some light on some of the best and worst investments. Yeah. Um, that ain't something I want to talk about on this fucking final episode, man. MedMen's good, man. Um, there was a revaluation. There was a correction. 
think they're doing good now. Men's obviously on my on my good side. Um, I'm not big on real estate. It's too hit and miss. Um, people think that commercial real estate is always good. Like, oh, boom. At the same time, you know, listen, man. People need places to live. I get it. Um, you hire your fucking, you know, you, you buy a building. Then you hire a management company. You know, they take 10% to run the building for you. It's like you have vacancy. It's just too many headaches, man. Just I'm not trying to get into it. Anyways, Grind For It says... Are you still picking 200 people? Thanks for all the free game. Um, are you still trying to make 200 people millionaires? Yes, I am. It is not 2020 yet. Almost there. And we'll get into it soon. Um, Killer Spliff says, Love the show. You should do a segment where you break down your tattoos and legend behind them. Um, have you ever been to Dallas before and you plan on coming? I've been to Dallas probably seven or eight times in my life. And yes, I'll be in Dallas December 10th to the 12th. And uh, I don't know. I might interview some tattoo artists. Talk about some tattoos then. Tattoos are like a ghetto timeline of my life. You know what I'm saying? Um, Killing the shoe game, Mr. Ben Baller. First off, I want to start by saying I love the podcast. I'm taking the gems you're dropping and applying to my life. I had two questions first. Where did you get the cartoon image? Use for your BB did the chain. Some dude named JD made that cartoon image. Um, believe he's Korean. Also wanted to know how I can help you help you make money and learn from you. Not looking to earn money, just want to gain some more business knowledge to better myself as a businessman individual. As an individual, appreciate everything you're doing. That will come later, brother. Mayor of West Covina says, after you messed up your credit and couldn't get even a pet go card, um, or GameStop credit card, as you go, how did you build your credit back up if you couldn't get approved for a card? Well, I had to get it fixed. So uh, I use these guys' credit-team, credit team. The guy's name was Ron. I think they might be based in Washington or Oregon or some shit. But credit team, uh, it took them like not that long either, like five, six months. And then from there, you know, I finally was able to get approved for like a basic car for like five Gs just because... Um, let me tell you a secret. When you put down your income, put a much higher amount. They don't ask for, for uh, pay slips and stuff, pay stubs and shit and everything else. Um, if your credit's good enough, once you've fixed it through credit team, you know, put down, you make 100 grand if you only make 30. Put down 250, whatever. Once you get approved, use those credit cards, pay them off, and every three months, um, request a credit limit increase and it works Ruben Ventura 126 wrote hey bud love the pod would love to hear more about your wrestling career as I'm a wrestler in high school brother I wrestled for a year because I wrestled for a year in high school I was uh, not a guinea pig I filled in for my college team because they needed somebody you obviously know a forfeit um, you lose more points whereas if you go in there and lose you lose less points. So wrestling is very tough. Grappling is a fucking super fucking hard sport. Um, not very common in Southern California. Definitely a NorCal sport, but it's definitely East Coast thing, whatever. But wrestling's dope. Don't have much I could really say. Um, Robert J. Kim, love from a fellow Korean. How did you meet Ruiji from Rude? Will you ever get him on? Uh, Ruiji was friends with 
one of my boys, my boy service by E, who does the custom Goyard pieces. Um, I just called, hit root up, DM the page. Ruiji hit me up. Um, he knew who I was. We connected. I definitely gonna get him on the pod. Don't know when, but hopefully really soon. I was gonna get him on last month, but uh just got busy, man. But that's my guy. Uh Krilla815 wrote, I know how you love the GT3RS being how it is. What do you think about your friends at Gintani Motor Sports finishing a TT kit for it? You know what? Um, I know that kid, Eduardo, saw the car when it was getting done. I don't know, man, because I'm not a fan of the twin turbo. I know it added a lot of power. Haven't done enough research on it. Um, I heard it. sounded crazy. I'm not a big fan of twin turbos, even though I love my pista. I'm just saying, like, if you got... I just wish there was another way to make that car, like... 650 horsepower and actually aspirated, but there isn't. So, I don't know. Uh, Arizo 5.0 put, would you ever consider getting E40 or Filthy Rich on the podcast? You know what? I never thought about Filthy Rich, but E40 definitely in the near future will jump on the pod soon. Um, Ramon Saldana, keep up the amazing content. Your intellect makes topics you speak more interesting. When will you put Little Yachty on episode? You know what? Again, Lil Yachty is my guy. Um, he actually reached out to me a month ago about some business advice. I put him with my um, wealth advisor, and uh, they're working together now. Next time Yachty's in L.A. for a little bit, definitely get him on the show. Corey M559. By the way, you guys, I'm not doing these like pre-read. I'm literally looking at these as I do this live off the dome piece straight up. All right. Corey M559 means he's from fucking uh, Fresno, I guess. Thanks for kicking knowledge twice a week with the best content. Love the pod. Two questions. Can you get Bobby Hundreds and dumbfounded onto the pod? Um, yeah, eventually I get them on. Who's your top five NBA players of all time? Top five. Shit. One, uh, Magic Johnson. Two, Shaquille O'Neal. Three, fuck, man. Kobe, four, Michael Jordan, five. <sighs> I hope he can come back, but maybe Kevin Durant. We'll see. Um, Yo, Ben, love the pod. Aaron Ayala says, uh, been listening since your first episode. I watch your YouTube series, 19 from the Bronx. Been looking for different fields I want to jump into. I've grown a real passion in real estate for the last year. Do you have any advice for me, not just in real estate, but in general? P.S. Tell Cuddy I love him forever. Um, general advice. Always generate a positive income. No matter what the fuck you do, whether you got to hustle here, hustle there, have one job that is generating a positive income. Doesn't matter if you're fucking collecting cans and using the fucking money and putting it in Coinstar. Generate income always. Uh, Baffington, what equipment did you get from where? Almost as you spent in total. Looking to start my own podcast. Um, want the best stuff. Not looking to spend an arm and a leg. Honestly, I'll tell you the truth. Podcast equipment was not that expensive. wasn't that bad. 
I got the Zoom H6 handy recorder. That is essential. Um, I got the, uh, what are these called? The Mugami XLR cables. I got the Shure. What the fuck is this? SM7B microphone. And then um, the headphones I use are Master Dynamic. They are the best headphones I've ever used. No cap. No joke. For real. So those are the three major things. If you want to get extra people, on the, you know, you want to get extra, uh, you want to have guests and shit, you obviously need more microphones. But the basic setup is that. Um, the recorder was like maybe 600 bucks. The mics are like 400 bucks each. Tell you the truth, it really wasn't that bad. And you could definitely do it. And um, with that said, you still need some sort of um, production done to your sound to get the levels right and everything. You can just go regular like Adam22. Some people don't give a fuck. I care. That's just me. Um, Sparky Gino 617 says, never lets me down. Each episode is pure content, bro. Might have high blood pressure though. Quick question. Would you ever have E40? Already had that. Already answered. Appreciate it, bro. Um, Dnice110, have you ever thought about opening a store in Cincinnati? No. We'll get into Cincinnati another time though. Because I used to get it in Ohio. For real, for real. Uh, Robbie Merced, hello, Ben Baller. When is VVS Pens going to make it to the Seattle markets? Um, it never will. Also, is there a jewelry we recommend in the Seattle area? There is not. Sorry, man. Um, why do you hate the word savage? What is the definition of savage? Why don't you listen to previous episodes so you could hear why I said what I said about the word savage? Now I'll answer it completely. Um, young Gordo, yo, I love Ben. I'm a teen. Any advice you give me is the best thing ever. By the way, are you an investor in phase? I am not an investor in phase. I'm just an honorary member of phase clan. Shout out to my phase brothers. Baseball0804 says, Ben, my man, I've had La Scala Bolognese. It does not top Felix Trattoria on Abbott Kenny. Need you to try to get back to me, boss. Besides that, here's a question. Best pizza on the west side of LA. I'm from New Jersey. Can't find a good spot. Pizza tough. Felix, you are talking about a trendy spot. Um, I went to Felix the first month they opened. The first four months they opened. They got a different style. It's pretty good. Um, Felix is pretty good. I think Giorgio's is better. Uh... I don't think they're bolognese hits like Lick Scala does. And again, they have not served enough. When Felix has served 20,000 bowls or 40,000 bowls of spaghetti and they've all come consistent, come fuck with me. Young Javs, Young Havs, Javier Lopez, what up, Ben? I don't have experience in jewelry, but I got my hunger, punctuality. Can I work for you? I have no idea, bro. Um, ben... Kid Saint. I'm a licensed barber in Massachusetts. I want to create a mobile barbering service. I think it'd be unique to my area. It would be a success. Do you have any advice for me starting a small business? I mean, get incorporated. That's first and foremost. Always know that you can write off all your gas, write off your fucking um, barber equipment, all that shit. And yeah, man, I mean, make house calls. Fuck it, do it. Um, Think you might need to do a little more than that. 
And uh, I don't know, man. Good luck for you, bro. I, I think it's a dope business. I wish I had some hair for you to cut. Um, Unique Life said, hey, Ben, did you ever smoke cigarettes? Uh, Go Patriots. Listen, man. Fuck your Patriots. Yes, I did smoke cigarettes Uh, from like age 22 to 20. Fuck. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see. 22. That was fucking uh, 1995, right? So 95 to 2008. So that's 13 years. For 13 years, I smoked cigarettes, about half pack, pack a day. It has been 11 years since I had a cigarette. Do not care to ever have one again. Shit is nasty as fuck. Thank God I quit that shit. VZ, V-Y-Z-I-E, female listener here. Would love to hear about how you met your wife. Maybe you could interview her for a perspective on who Ben Baller is. I want to get my wife on the show. I want to wait till later on. She will be my most special guest for sure. Met her on Facebook. It's a good story. We'll get into it. Uh, Lake Soul, Ben, love your podcast. You mentioned K-pop stars like J Park, G Dragon. What are the chances of you introducing, uh, in- interviewing them on your podcast? And are you fluent in Korean? Oh, the answer. I'm not a fluent in Korean. Um, G Dragon might be tough. J Park definitely get him on the show. Hey Ben, what do you think of Peter Marco? Um, I don't. <laughs> he is the epitome of a. I don't know, just a Hollywood, L.A., Beverly Hills jeweler. I guess I don't really know. I just, I don't really think about dude. Just a, such a strange dude. I don't know who's worse, him or that Michael producer, producer Michael dude is fucking terrible. Um, Chilango de Por Vida. What are your top five favorite cities outside the U.S.? Also, what are some some places you would like to go to? Number one, Tokyo off top. Number two, Philippines. Well, in particular, Manila. But there's so many islands in the Philippines that I love. You know, this was the Philippines in general. Um, fuck. Shit, that's a tough one. I love London, obviously. Shit, that's three. I love the Caribbean. Just don't, can't pinpoint one spot. And um, I love the south of France. Oh my God, I love the south of France. That's five. Uh, Jiggy Jetty, born and raised in Boyle Heights, grew up across the street from Roosevelt High School. Could I get a Ben Baller, Boyle Heights story? Um, yeah, you could. My boy Deffer is from Boyle Heights. For a short stint, I lived in East Los on the border of Monterey Park. And uh, this was before I lived in Koreatown. My boy Deffer, who's from Boyle Heights, from an area called Hollenbeck Park. We used to ride through there and be on some real gangbang shit. In fact, Deffer was one of the first that I know of, one of the first real Asians from a real Desiocho 18th Street set. But love Boyle Heights. Um, I used to smash a bra from Boyle Heights, man. She was actually real cool until she just, I don't know what the fuck happened to her. But that's why I missed the 6th Street Bridge, you know, going through the 6th Street Bridge. Going to get tacos and shit, boys. But yeah, that's my story. Uh, Fernando Inez, yo, what up, Ben? Have you thought about having Sean Witherspoon on the show? I think he'd be a good fit about how uh, his come up with round two was. 
Tom Hook up with a size 9, 97.1, Air Max, Love from Vegas. I have no real interest in getting Sean with a spoiler show. Um, grateful he hit me up to help him uh, be on the project. But yeah, I'm, I'm not really, like, I don't know. I mean, I have no interest in getting Sean on the show, really. Um, best podcast, uh, Dope Unicorn 420. When you bring VVS to Coachella Valley, uh, VVS is already in India in that area out there. You got to check Weed Maps, man. And Puffy Delivery. Cletus Calloway writes, top five folks you'd love to blow black a session if you haven't dead or alive. Let me be real with you. I really don't give a fuck, really. Like, you know, actually, you know what? Alive. <sighs> fuck. Could I get in trouble saying that? I wonder if I can. I'm trying to think. I mean, I've smoked with Denzel many times. That was dope. But think if it was like dead people. Smoke with Biggie. That was dope. I smoked with Pac. Um, maybe Bob Marley. Maybe fucking uh, Kurt Cobain would have been dope. Fuck. Jimi Hendrix for sure. Who else, man? I don't know, man. It ain't really that deep for me, though. You know, I just smoke. Uh, Kuwin writes, I absolutely love your podcast. Thank you. You keep it 100%. Don't sugarcoat anything. Your wife is such a great, wonderful, you guys are wild, wonderful, inspiring parents. My question is, do you make your own jewelry pieces or do you have someone make them for you? Technically, yes, I do make them. Um, there is a process. Uh, do I make all parts? No. Do I do make them? Technically, yes, I do. Um, there are pieces I don't make, though. But under my business, under my direction, it's kind of like Dr. Dre making a beat. Do a little more research on that. And you'll understand what I mean. What's up, Ben? Met you the other day at the cookie store downtown Oakland. Crazy the people I met since driving for UPS. My question is, would you rather still be in the DJ entertainment industry or the jewelry game? If you could talk about the pros and cons. Fuck, man. Jesus Christ. You talk about two industries I hate. <laughs> DJing, I couldn't fucking imagine. Industry, in entertainment industry. Dear God. Um, jewelry. You know what? I probably just, just stay with jewelry because I could just kind of just avoid people to a certain extent. DJing, you got to be like, I don't know. Pros and cons is too much, man. It's just, there's really no pro. I mean, the pros, some people like to be famous. Some people want to be famous until they become famous and then realize like, fuck, fuck this shit. Um, but anyways, Jay, it was dope meeting you. Uh, I remember you. That was cool. Especially because it was random and you recognize the uh, washed up minivan. Um, 415 to the 206. Hey, Ben, can you give us some Forrest Gump stories about Seattle? I was born in SF, raised in Seattle, love to hear them. Don't really have a lot of Seattle stories, the Forrest Gump shit. Um, up and Smoke tour one time. Uh, some chick I was smashing was uh, smashing Pharrell at the same time. And, well, sorry. He was smashing the same broad. This long, long fucking time ago. So this ain't like some tea or something. Um, and then she starts smashing Kanye. 
I just kept thinking of that song um, by Snoop and Tupac. Every little city we go, everywhere we go, we see the same hoes. This is crazy. Yeah, and I really have a lot of Seattle stories. Um, did I connect with Macklemore? No, I connect with Macklemore in LA. Never mind. Anyways, that's what I got about Seattle. Sorry, man. Um, Connor Loudermilk writes, for real, who has the best butt in LA? For real, Kenji does. End of story. Kenji OG. Um, the fuck is his? Uh, I follow him on Instagram. It's dark something. But if you go to my followers or who I follow, something dark, I think, right? Anyways, Kenji is the best, period. Um, Mr. J. Lee writes, huge fan. My question is, how come I cannot find any Google search of you playing football at the Cal in the early 90s? I could not find you in any of the rosters. Not doubting you has shown proof of your career. Just curious the reason. I don't know. Um, I was there for a season, and then I transferred. Lived in Clark Kerr, dormitories. Uh, people have found random things. I also redshirted, so that might be it as well. Because as a redshirt freshman, I did not play it down of football. If that makes any sense. Shit, that's it. That is it, motherfuckers. Yo, let's get a beat. Be right back with the wrap up. Man, that was a lot of questions. And like I said, I got a motherfucking 101.8 degree temperature motherfucking fever right now. All right. Listen, y'all. It is the end of the decade. It's the end of the year. There's so much more I wanted to say and do. Things don't always happen as planned. That's part of life. That's what makes this podcast so real, but it continues. I'm not stopping. Each week is new game. Each week is more shit. Each week is more life experiences. Sometimes I give you more. Sometimes I give you less, but I always give. Let me tell you, this for sure was the best decade of my life. 2010 to 2020 was insane. I'm truly blessed. My life began once my kids were born. You know, I may have made a million dollars in 2004, but I flourished in 2013, and I never looked back. Me and my wife made it official in February 2010. This decade means so much, but it's also scary because I feel like I don't have a lot of time left. And I know it sounds crazy, but all I want to do is spend the next decade Every free moment I got with my kids and my family. I know I said I'm slowing down in travel. I said I'm slowing down with the travel in 2020. But fuck, man, just check my schedule. I'm gone almost every week and weekend in January. I'm, I'm going to really slow that shit down, especially international. But um, hopefully I'm here for my birthday, January 27th. And um, Cuddy's birthday is right after that. I got to fucking... Finish his piece for his birthday. Fuck, I got a headache thinking about it. Um, listen, 
I text people daily. Yes, on the community app. I really do text. I'm sure people can can vouch for it. Okay. Some of you guys think it's a joke. Some of you people text me back, fuck you and stupid shit like that. You are blocked forever. There's no way to unblock you. Can't be redone. So um, I have over 1,500 contacts on there. Can't talk to everyone. But I do send out blasts. I'm not trying to blow you guys up. But when I sign on and I see it's your birthday, and if I see there is a birthday, I'll send you a birthday text. I did it today. Done it several times last week. Anyways, listen. Please stay safe. All right? I have no New Year's resolutions. If you look up anything about me in December, I always tell people, listen, I'm going to be the same motherfucker I was in 2003, 2008, 2007, 2018, whatever it may be. I'm not saying I'm not involving. I'm just saying I'm always going to be me. All right? Please be safe this New Year's Eve. If you listen to this podcast in real time, meaning you are listening to this December 30th, Monday, all right, and you're my fam, like you a real real friend of mine, hit me up. I'm having a dope-ass, chill New Year's Eve party, kid-friendly. My, my, mind you, remember, five-year-old kids, six-year-old kids, seven-year-old kids, eight-year-old kids, 10-year-old kids, if you fam and I haven't talked to you, come through. I'm going to have an insane amount of Postmates. It's going to be lit. We're going to smoke, chill, drink, kick it. I'm fucking exhausted. Like I said, got to get rid of this flu bug. Appreciate you guys dealing with me. Sorry my voice sounds like this. I got to get this shit right. And yo, 2019, we out, y'all. Peace. Straight out the heart of the South Central. K-Town when you show they can get your issue. Pistol poppers, I know killers that won't miss you. Bike gang, it's all riders, we so cocky. I'm the cat that back Kobe on his back after work. 60 points your last game when you left us, it hurt. Hit up death at the store, infant cold berserk. Our PBS is so impressive, we light up the earth. Since birth, I put in work, kick out the district. So many fights on sites, kept getting suspended. It's been balling, your bitch, the luxury lieutenant. This fly shit could be done if I didn't invent it. I'm priority, Master P, there's no limits. I broke the glass ceiling with my first million. I couldn't do it without my wife and all my children. Ain't stopping no time soon, dog. I need a billion. My life is more than money and money. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and journey. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh. I was the only Asian that had games. In Albany High, now I'm on 2K20, dog. Don't look surprised. Built my enterprise, made my haters realize. Even though I'm washed up, not the motherfucker to try. Cover your eyes, my shit is blind. I leave you crying. Collaboration with Moodle Kami is just one of a kind. International, used to flip burgers at King. Like Martin Luther, bitch. Yes, I had a dream. Call up the queen, give up my price for a royal ring. When it's complete, it's still undefeated like the money team. This made weather feel better in Jackie Onassis. Pull up on me, you gon' find out who is the fastest. I'm the greatest, but not a Muslim, something like Cassius. Put the double B logo on side of my glasses. Rest in peace, Nick Hush, you forever last. I'm 
I'ma keep this shit lit for the homies with cash. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the wall. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. You gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the wall. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the wall. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and left. Now everybody got their pennies in a bunch. When I step the number one jewel in the world, it's facts. You know I'm blunt, Drizzy, Drake, Justin B. If you see how they stunt, a million dollars in the mouth now. Suspense front. This nigga peace for the NFL, hungry as bunch. Keep feed me, I need breakfast, dinner, and lunch. Jay Z, what type of fun for the rock chain? Rose gold, flip it over and engrave a name. I'm legendary, you sensitive cats are so scary. When it's showtime, I'm Magic Johnson, James Worthy. How about the minivan rocking my vans, knocking the bass guy? It's what I let her do, it's really not a fucking job. A legal part to this shit is so official. Behind the ball of this, what hard work can get you five for you? Oh, well, go tell her. One who sent you was been balling your bitch. It's been a pleasure to meet behind you. Behind the baller, my life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. You gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and left behind the baller. Take a puff of this BBS and put some luxury in your chest. Behind the ball. It's not been humble, it's been baller representing the West. Behind the ball. I'm just a highly respected shit talking career in the flesh. Behind the ball. With the dopest podcast, Dust Brothers, the best. Let's get it.